0: Spotlight on, Eric. You there Ooh. with me here with that spotlight show? You know I'm bright. here. Ooh wee! It's like you're the signal. Turn that lighthouse friend. on. Oh my goodness, the lighthouse? Huh? What are we in Amnesty Bay? Are Maybe. I'll never tell. Oh, I'll never tell. But yes, <laughs> welcome to the official spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. This is for the week of. March 1st. And I'll have to tell you, Eric, this was the first day of the month. And when I woke up, I did not say rabbits, 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 though oh, I really? did say it at the beginning of the year. So I'm, I'm free and clear. Really, that was oh, just okay. going to be bonus. That was going to be bonus round if I said it this morning. And if if nobody listening knows what I'm talking about, way back when I was in, I believe, junior high, one of the teachers told me that if you wake up on the first day of the year, or each month, and the first thing that you say vocally is "rabbits, rabbits, rabbits." You will be, uh, you'll have good luck for that month. So I did not say that. So I expect bad luck. Which I- I'm telling Aww. you, if if last month, if February was good luck because I did say it, uh, I don't want good luck anymore. No, it's like if loving you is bad, I don't want to be good. <laughs> I'm telling you, I-, I I don't have luck except bad luck. Uh, yes, and this she is just degrees of bad luck. Yes, yes, isn't everything just degrees, Eric, of one thing or the next? Shall we yes. say that perchance uh but this is the spotlight of like I said, the weird science d c comics podcast podcast that comes out every Sunday night and uh maybe a little long uh for some people, not long in the tooth, Eric, but maybe long in length. And I would say that we do this spotlight, which isn't featured on that podcast. We do this as a way for people who don't want to get the commitment of an eight-hour podcast and see what all the fuss that around Eric's house is all about. So you can listen to this and then judge for yourself like, oh, my goodness, these guys are garbage. Or you can say, oh, my God. I like the cut of their jib. And then check out the other podcasts. I will say to everybody who has kind of stayed away from the podcast, there are show notes. Uh, there are timestamps. So if you are interested in, in a couple of the books that we talk about, you can always just download it and listen to those. Uh, we're not going to make you listen to everything, though. We hope we that might. eventually you end up listening to the whole thing. And we do get a lot of comments uh, where people say, ah, I started listening to Batman. That kind of led to this, that, and the other thing. Next thing you're – Full in And in that podcast, a little recap for people, Eric. Uh, The podcast also features every mail we get during the week, usually about 10 mails, you know, divvied up in sections. Also, call-ins. We have a call-in number that we announce. uh, You mean the Rant and Rave Line? The Rant and Rave Line, and you can call in and tell us what you think about books. Somehow, it's morphed into something entirely different and unrecognizable to me. Yes, it is the gong show. Uh, Sans gong. We need the gong, Eric. But, yeah, it is a long podcast. I guess, but hopefully after you listen to this, if you've never listened to the main one, you'll be tempted to go over there. I also want to tell everyone we have a Patreon account, and it's at patreon.com weirdscience weird science, where what I will tell you, we have a Patreon-only spotlight, quite like this spotlight, though. It's two books a week. It's only on the Patreon account, and it's picked by the highest level, the badass level of the Patreons, by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, beep, boop, and they get to pick two books, and this week they picked two Reggie books for us to discuss and that will be the terrifics number one and hellraiser something or other what is it hellblazer hellblazer blazer <laughs> number 19 i see it now it's the hellblazer Somebody's gonna listen to the cellar dwellers that's Show. The problem. i'm not telling
1: <laughs> that's the <laughs>
0: problem is i'm so used to you correcting me when i say hellblazer for hellraiser it's all come full circle, Eric. It's yeah. all come full circle, kind of like this book. I will say the book that we're going to be talking about tonight is Mara, Queen of Atlantis, number one, and that full circle deal is kind of, you know, it, it works for this as well. Uh, what's weird about this is it's a Mara book, obviously. It's called, Eric, Mara, Queen of Atlantis. Why would mm. you think it's not a Mara book? I don't know why you told me or asked me that, uh, but it's also a Ocean Master slash Orm book as well well and as we talk about this uh you will hear from both of us that that's what we're more excited about coming yeah, really. out of this book because that haven't is seen big, orm you know, since forever evil times oh no, yeah we haven't seen him really also since aquaman number 25 the end of exactly. Jeff john's aquaman run which we will talk about a bit as we get into it but i will go right into my blurb here it's mara queen of atlantis number one written by dan abnett art by lamb medina richard friend vero gandini and simon boland eric uh Some names there that I haven't heard many times, but we'll go from there. Fans finally get a Mara book, and while I think that's a great thing, I had some problems with this issue. If you're reading Aquaman, there's a whole lot of catch-up and recap, which I understand, but there is also some revisionist history that confuses and perplexes me. Dan Abnett seems to completely forget the uh, the Spindrift Station and the fact that this Rebirth run started with that written by him, Mara becoming Aquawoman and Ambassador. For Atlantis to the surface world. However, I like the art and seeing Orm here makes sense from when we lost saw him. If you forget that there was going to be a Jeff Johns written seven seas book and we will be talking about that right off the bat because as we open uh, – originally when I first started reading this, I really did think it was a really odd choice to start with Orm yeah. or being a Mara book. You, you well, the didn't thing have is, to start it's with it's a
1: it. very odd choice. It's the choice that actually got me interested in the story right away because I've been wanting to see Ocean Master again for a long time.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. And that's that's my issue kind of though because you have a Mara book. Everybody's been waiting. All these Mara fans, and I see them on Twitter. Everybody's excited. You um, open it up, and it's almost as if Dan Adam himself is like, okay. I have this really big thing that we're going to do this and I cannot wait. And it's odd that – like you said, it does get you excited because you see Orm right away. Uh But it seems odd that you don't start off with your star of the book and almost seems like, OK, she's not really you know, the big draw here. Well, you it's can't gonna have be a book called Ocean Master. Ocean Master. No, how could you? Now, the other thing that's weird about it is it does – and not weird. It goes fully in continuity, which we'll discuss yeah. in a second. But – it it's odd that he still just goes by Orm. And I thought that before, but now seeing that a lot has passed since then, it it seems odd. Now, again, we can talk about how much time has
1: passed. In my mind, six months, maybe something like that. It's weird comic book time, maybe a year, if that. It is weird
0: comic book time because of all the things that happened, because I will tell you, the last time we saw him was Aquaman number 25, Jeff John's ending of his run. So you're saying the middle of the New 52 to this point in rebirth, is you get a little wonky with time because a lot of things happened, didn't happen, whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll go fully with it. But it the, just the way I
1: always me. take comic book time is that every five years for our time is a year year okay. for the comic book time. Well,
0: I I would say yeah, we we'd have to. I'm telling you, you could try. I don't know that we're gonna fully. Yeah. get this idea because of the fact that what happens in this is Orm kind of hears what's happening with Atlantis and Mera and then kind of flips out as if this was the first time that would have happened. A lot has happened with Aquaman and Mera since that issue number 25. And you kind of would have thought maybe these thoughts and everything going on would have been a point that would have happened already, but well, we're just going to go with it because we we're, haven't seen it. We're going
1: to go with it. you got to think he's yeah, a recovering addict. His addiction is the ocean and is, ocean mastery. Manus. so it, it, yeah. like you know he sees this stuff on the news periodically through time to time with the deluge and all that stuff yeah. we've dealt with Aquaman He pre- just you know, says not on my watch. He, he has to like, look the you other know what? way. I got to go to another meeting.
0: <sighs> He's like – he looks at his chip and he goes to the meeting. I'm an uh, ocean master. It's been six months. Ocean. It's been six months since I breathed underwater. <laughs> They're like, oh, <laughs> I, God you. bless you, It's Orm. been
1: six months since I ocean mastered. <laughs> yeah,
0: since I ocean mastered. That's funny. He's like, <laughs> uh, I, okay, Arm, uh, go up. Uh, yeah, I'm ocean ma- – no, no, no. Remember what we said? Oh, yeah. I'm Orm. It's been seven months since I ocean mastered. The, the way we say it, it sounds like wrong term. Exactly. But uh, we'll lead up to where we are here because we are in a Louisiana, which makes sense. Holly uh, Louisiana. Because what happened at the end of Forever Evil? You can tell them that, and then I'll go into the uh, the uh, Aquaman 25. But this is well, there was more there was of that. There
1: was a big breakout at the end, you know, in Forever Evil, letting all the, like, you know, the prisoners of Bell Rev loose. Which Orm was and, one of them at that time. And point. Orm was one of them after yes. the Throne of Atlantis. He didn't want any part of that nonsense, so he just started nope. walking he away. Walked away. Eventually, you know, he actually came across a diner where a bunch of uh, villains were going across. He found the people he's with now, Aaron and Tommy. Yep. He ended up saving them, and yes. it looks like he has stayed with them ever since. i was in Aquaman 25.
0: Yeah, so well – and like you said, at one point, he saw uh, this going down. Uh, Tommy was actually getting kind of attacked or whatnot, yeah. and Aaron begged Orm, please, you have to help us. You have to help us. Now, he had been in – like you said, he was in Rev after the Throne of Atlantis deal and thrown in jail. And he wanted no parts. Like you said, he was walking away. He went into the yeah. ocean, said, no, no, none of that. He went in the ocean, then came out, and basically what brought him back out was little Tommy, who he said, "You can't, eight is too young. 8 years old is too young to be bullying and and killing and he did come out so that is a huge connection with him is Tommy uh which does go into this but it in the end of Jeff Johns run of Aquaman Aquaman number 25 you had had this whole deal where uh, Atlan, uh the you know the dead king the of Atlantis king, yeah the dead he had king. come back he had teamed up with naris of Zebel, and they were going to take over Atlantis uh while this is going on you obviously had Aquaman fighting back yet, Marin all this. And this is where the, the issue number twenty five was when Aquaman fully, you know, beat back naris and and the uh and Atlan and declared himself, I'll be king now and became king. Well at the end of that issue, at the last thing that Jeff Johns wrote was that you had Orm there in Louisiana right here with Aaron and Tommy. With Aaron Tom, yeah. and Tommy and Naris came busting through the door and basically said, listen We're going. You're coming with me. We're going to find the seven C's, And you even had in that – it's like the last couple pages of that, you had what you get here at the end where – uh, Orem is looking into the, the window, looking out, and he sees Ocean Master, or You see the reflection yeah. of Ocean Master. again. Very reminiscent of this. So the last time we actually did see him, Naris had shown up and said, I know where the other you know, C's are. We're going. You're coming with me. We're going to go find the seven C's, which was setting up this big story that we heard about back then. Like then like a year later, later, Jeff Johns,
1: yeah. after that, would start teasing the idea yeah, the of the story coming around, and we never got it. Yeah,
0: we never got the story. We never got the seven story it's something if you had been listening to our main podcast we haven't done it much lately but we would bring up that occasionally like oh what happened to the seven seas we'd say it when we're talking to reggie about aquaman what happened
1: to that dark event
0: that was supposed yeah. to happen abandon all hope yeah abandon all hopes another one these are the with two the events dark characters that were supposed aquaman. to be yeah we were it was supposed to be never happened so with this And it going from this, I do think it really feels to me like this whole Ocean Master thing is kind of a reset button. We're going to keep them at the same place. We're going to go, but I don't think it's going to lead to seven seas, but I think it's going to lead to something because the big thing about this issue is as you go through this, there is a narrator and you don't ever find out who the narrator is. Some omnipresent
1: narrator who is telling us the story of everything that's going on that we get to see, but we never see who the narrator is. And
0: it's basically like I said. To me, while I'm reading it, I'm thinking of Whalen Jennings, I believe it was, uh, who did the narration for the Dukes of Hazzard. I'm like, look at Orm there. He's he's an ocean folk, but he's getting along well on the land. And you (coughs) see that he is. And he says – and the other thing about it is there's a really weird way of explaining this of Orm there – we're saying probably about 6 months to a year possibly right. he's talking to Tommy and he's telling him stories and, and he's telling him and Tommy seems to love these stories and these are things that Orm knows. So it's not stories to him. So he's got a fountain it's all Atlantis of these stories. history. Yeah, it's Atlantis history. So when you're going, he does mention he tells these stories so he doesn't forget. And it seems really odd, that line, as if they're really pushing that if Orm just lets himself go away from Atlantis and the water, he'll completely forget and just become a surface dweller. Now, you also have a thing here that I think there's a lot of interesting things with Ocean Master before we even get to Era because again, a lot of the Ocean Master stuff was the hell with that surface world. Uh, you know, There's we're Atlantis. We're here. We're you know, get out of here, Aquaman. You, a you half brother, story, you half brother nonsense, and you you half breed and stuff like that. What well, we see here right away, Orm has chosen the surface. So you have where if you think in your mind. I don't think that Orm Ocean Master is the villain of this story because yeah, if no. anything, he is going to realize the error of his ways and realize that Aquaman, his half-brother, is somebody who was right at the surface, I'm telling you, so
1: it's bad. so crazy, too, because of the relationship he has had with Aaron and her son, Tommy, just one yeah. time he is excited as all hell after he gets done telling Tommy the stories. Yep. And Tommy calls him dad. dad. It's the first time this ever happened. He comes down, he's so happy to tell Aaron about this. Yep. They're planning to get married in six months, yeah. stuff like that. I'm
0: telling he you. Is, yeah,
1: it's like even like and towards the end when we find out about all the stuff going on with the Civil War in Atlantis. He doesn't want to go back. He feels he should, but he wants to stay on land. He is a surface dweller now, and he could become an awesome hero.
0: Yeah, and and with that – He needs to protect that homeland of his. Yes, and also he could become a very, very good – king of Atlantis now, yep. and it would be weird, you, but in this book you're getting a couple hints to me where you do bring up, at one point the State Department, they're going to bring up the old you know, throne of Atlantis thing, so if, say, O'Shemester does go back, and he's like, listen, I realize all the shit I did before was wrong it could cause problems with the service world. like, you're now putting this killer back on your throne, so we'll see where that goes, but my main thing about it, too, is the narration I believe is from Nerys I believe it's from the King of Zebel.
1: Yeah we, started the talking, yeah, we started talking about it because the worst part about this issue in my mind is the narration because it really throws you off from the rest of the yes. story because, they, like I said, this omnipresent force is just telling you the story that's happening yeah, and it, in front of you and me, it doesn't yeah. feel right to the rest of the story.
0: It separated me from the story while yeah. I read it. As I read it, it made it seem – too distant. I, I tried to explain it. I really still can't really, but as this narration goes, it kind of separated me, pulled me back because there you have this omnipotent you know, narration that you don't know who it is, so it makes it seem like – this happened before, whatever it would be, it just threw me off. I think that the narration was one of the biggest problems in this book. Uh, but yeah, you, you end up seeing, uh, that Orm is watching TV with us about the, you know, Mara, the so called mermaid wife of Arthur Curry, the Aquaman, who was royalty in Atlantis, recently claimed the, uh, you know, serving the Justice League, has become the queen, all this stuff. And you end up – and it really says – and you think that Aquaman, unconfirmed reports, Aquaman may be dead. And that's where –
1: Orm and gets upset that. And this big upheaval there. in Atlantis and perhaps a yeah. civil war going yeah, on. Yeah. Orm is just listening to all of this. And he end, once he hears that Aquaman may be dead, he he's the washing the dishes of time. He ends up just breaking, breaking the, glass, the glass, which it doesn't matter for no, him. No. He just has to buy a new glass. Even, not even a Aaron
0: even Aaron's like, oh, my goodness, you know, you're like my superhuman. She knows who he is. He's yeah. told her. And with this, you do have even before I, in that last issue, like you're not tempted to go back. Well, no, he isn't. He seems very happy in his life. It's going to be one of those. I thought I was out, Eric, and they pulled me back in. And, and I it's do funny think- too.
1: I, I was tr- going to try to give you shit about him going by Orm still, and like, yeah. you know the whole thing. Like, what's he going to call himself, Johnny Collars, just because he's on the surface hey, world? The thing that's is, right. it is weird now because I'm thinking he's still in Louisiana. He's a wanted criminal. Yeah. yeah and the yeah. United States, he left Bell Rev. He, you know, like, the, he left Bell Rev during
0: he, a prison break, and he's just going around like, his orm.
1: Going his orm. Yeah, yeah, you might have a point there.
0: Yeah, you almost. And the, the weird thing about it is, as you go out of that issue 25, if you're going to change some things, which this issue seems to change some history, I would have. And if you're not going to have C. Naris involved, I do think he will be involved. He comes up later in the issue in a flashback. But if you're not going to do the seven C's or something like that, it is odd to not just have him under an assumed name. And then he gets mad there and she's like, you know, what's wrong, baby? You know, no, that's just the news, and you know, you know why he's upset. And then she could say with that glass, like, "Oh my God, you know, you're like my Superman." Well, no, he he's Ocean Master. Uh, but yeah, then you finally go off then, because he says, "No, no, I'm happy here." Yeah, that big moment, uh, with Tommy saying "Dad" and things like that. That is a big moment. Uh, eventually, my kids will call me Dad, Eric. I've been waiting all these years. Always wish. Alex is 23, still hasn't. But you have (laughs) then six hours earlier in Amnesty Bay. which was kind of what we had seen, where Mara is fighting the eel, Eric. Yeah, and the he, eel. Yeah, and and really, what's weird about this is he has aquakinesis. Uh, they kind of go where it looks like tech to me, but maybe not. But well, that's
1: the, the thing is you don't. I don't know the eel as an Aquaman yeah. villain. I don't remember ever seeing him since the New Fifty Two happens. Like a surface born criminal. Arthur's mentioned him to her before. I'm like, oh, he yeah. hasn't mentioned it to me before. No,
0: no. And and with that, it's also weird because. It obviously has to be tech then this you know why would he have Aquakinesis if he 's a surface born though I again, maybe it's Aquaman that. too, and they do say he 's from Gotham, the Gotham Underworld, yeah. but he has shown up pretty much what looks to be at this point to kill her, yeah. and you know there's a lot of background if you haven't been reading the Aquaman book, though I think it's weird if you are a fan of Mara and want to read her book that you wouldn't also be reading the Aquaman book because a lot of it is about Mara. Well, it's uh, but, all you about know, the
1: whole idea. She's fighting the eel, but she's still like you know, she's not sick. at full strength ever yes. since she was cursed by walking through the crown of thorns. So now, right now, she doesn't. She's not at full strength. She's still injured, still tired, yes. and
0: she can't breathe underwater. That's the big thing. She can't breathe underwater, and she's still fighting the eel. But as she is underwater, she gets knocked in the water by the eel. He goes down, and she has like flashbacks. It's almost like she's about to die, and has these flashbacks, and she thinks of Arthur and Arthur asking to marry. And also, then you get the old idea. She was a Zeb, a zebellian who went to, uh, you know, had to kill. Arthur, she was sent to kill him, fell in love with him. It's a classic story, Eric. Classic but, tale. Yeah. And as this goes on, this is where you have my, her upbringing, according to strict Rebellion Code, Lord Naras. Now, it, he is mentioned by name, so it'd be odd if he is the narrator, just still seems, or maybe he's one of Naris's uh, main guys. I forget the names of them. He does right. have these, you know, guys are, or maybe it's Atlan. I don't know, but it, whatever, but it's like, you know, Lord Naris watching as his, his master. One of the Arms, Strand, Leron, Yeah, taught her how to kill and all this. And this whole thing is about fighting without powers. Yeah, yeah. And and with that, that's how she is now. So she's thinking back. Oh, Neris. Yeah, he taught me how to fight without powers, and that's what she does. And ends up saving herself and bringing down the eel. Uh With that, she kind of you know punches him, throws him up, and that's where you get Tula shows up. Also, a little background with her, but she's there. She's supposed to be watching Mara, uh, not on her watch, Eric. She yeah, must she's too busy asleep. at the farmer's market. Yeah, that's it. It's so funny, and with this narration, it even com- continues with, you know, Mara's mending while Tula, uh, you know, tells her stories about the farmer's market and about the guy she met at the farmer's market. Oh, I'm you, it's that's like Tula's all she
1: back to health all day long. Mara listens to Tula's happy stories, that thing on TV last night, shopping at the farmer's market. The surplus boy she really likes, whom she met at the farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you need to find some more shit going yeah, on really. in Amnesty Bay, There Tula. has to be
0: more in Amnesty TV Bay. TV and the
1: farmer's market. The farmer's market.
0: I'm, I'm, I wish that she ran in and she's like, holy crap, Mara, are you all right? You shouldn't be fighting out here. You should be in the farmer's market. Everything leads back to the farmer's market. But Can you
1: imagine if it's like like this? Amnesty Bay is Quaker town and all Tula talks about is the Q Mart? The Q
0: Mart. Hey, you know, you know what this reminds me of? Oh, the eel, you know what? They're on sale over at the farmer's market <laughs> and there's that cute boy. But yeah, and with that – it even points towards also like look at Tula, she can she's surviving on the surface. Yeah, she's, she's adjusting along. well. She likes the farmers market. Uh, but yeah, with that, uh, Mara says, you know what, we're not going to be able to hold him. He's got no, basis. And again, it's weird because to me, it's more tech possibly, but we really don't know. Uh But she's there. You know, somebody else is going to have to take care of him, mainly the Justice League, and the Justice League shows up, and this really all is. Just set up of all these things because it, even in the book, we had Mara in the Justice League, yeah. which is pointed out here because Aquaman wasn't around and it was kind of like, ah, he's doing his Aquaman things. And well, I'm he not was sure to be dead at that point. Yeah, I and, but that's what's weird here. They're just like, Hey, what's going on, boy? Haven't seen Aquaman in a while, and she's like, ah, oh, you know, you know what happens, uh, because she has to explain why she is Oh no, now, no, that's
1: that's not what it was. She became the a part of the Justice League when you know she thought he was dead. Then she yeah. found out he was alive and went all freaking and ham went, on the yeah. Crown of Thorns. Yeah, she couldn't was just get in and then became a part of the yeah, Justice League.
0: Yeah, she was pounding on the Crown of Thorns basically because she wanted to get in and get him. They show up, kind of. Yeah, I know that Dan Amnett's That's not going to go full in and say, yeah. oh, hey, we haven't seen you since you left the Just League when you were hitting the Crown of Thorns, like he's not even mentioning the crown of thorns really in this. Basically, it's like, hey, we haven't heard from Aquaman in a while. What's going on? Ah, there's this kind of civil war down in Atlantis. He's trying to do this. But in the meantime, I'm the exiled queen. It's a long story. I think that this eel was sent by Cornrath to kill me because I am now declared the queen. The king, a standing king is not going to like that. Uh, you have the Justice League, mainly Superman and Wonder Woman say – Eh, we'll go take care of this shit. We'll, we'll go down to Atlantis. And she no. says, no, no, no. You can't do this. Please. You're going to mess you wanna go up. You want to go down there
1: during more. a civil war and have the surface world solve our problems? Yeah, what are you yeah, trying to do?
0: Yeah, yeah, really. And this is all that happened before. So please don't do it. In the meantime, you also have uh, you know, Wonder Woman giving a little, hey, Atlantean warriors like the King's Garden, the Drifter Formable. I'm like, OK, we, we understand, Wonder Woman, that you know all about I- Atlantis. It seemed very odd. Uh, but yeah,
1: but you it's have part here though, where she talks about, you know, filling the just league, you know, what's been yeah. going on Corin must have sent, you know, an assassin after me because he knows, well, as far as we know from the Aqua book, Aquaman book right now, he doesn't know anything about her becoming queen, any of this other stuff because yeah. he's dealing with Aquaman and the rebels, but it really just felt odd. The whole idea that Corinne wrath sent word out somehow to one of the Gotham yeah. underground to, uh, you know, to assassinate. And like the whole idea we talked about it before we got on tonight. Because the narration felt so off, because of how you know out of place it was to the rest yeah. of the book, no characters given it. That's why we went with the whole naris connection because we do have a serious connection from Aquaman yeah. number twenty five. And, yeah, and, and you know yeah. it's, it just never felt right for a to to be the one to send the eel out. naris yeah. maybe just to, uh, maybe as a test, to make sure. Yeah, that and that's what Neris we said. Is that still that maybe, up to snuff.
0: yes, maybe that's the whole thing that you have the eel there. Now the eel does seem like he wants to kill her. But maybe the wraparound later is he was gonna knock her out, kinda go, and then take her back to and naris even, possibly.
1: Even right there, the whole idea that the you know, Naris trained her to like, you know, yeah. don't
0: rely on your
1: aquakinesis, it's yep. the hand in hand stuff. You know, you send a guy out who has aquakinesis himself and relies only on that. It's kind of a thing. You know, it's really similar in my mind.
0: Yes, it's very similar, and it's the reason why she ended up remembering that that she could actually kind of. It's almost like oh, jean Claude remembering the training,
1: ass. you yeah. know, of of
0: Mister Tanaka about grabbing fish. I mean, Eric, when he was blind, he remembered the the Tanaka training, and it got him <laughs> through that, and that always gets me through everything as well. Uh, but with this, it also is a setup for Mara to say, "Listen, I didn't ask." Diddy Queen, this is what seems to me like it's pushed towards maybe – you know, Ocean Master Orm to eventually be uh, the king. I don't know. And I, I then really that hate would... that
1: idea, though, just because I, I really too. like the life he's created for himself oh, here in Louisiana. Too.
0: Well, he can have Tommy and Aaron She'd come with him, and they could tell the oh, stories. Yeah? Then you'll have they're Tommy like, "Oh my goodness, the stories were all true." It's they're like Han drown, Solo Jim. in the Force Awakens. They're all true. It's what they'll say. But with this, though, it Jim, would be loud. Weird... I know. Well, they could have helmets on because she, she, she says, "Listen." She's like, I am gonna serve as queen. I I have I've I do my duty. That's what happens. But it's only until they find someone better suited, you know, yeah. that that'll be. So I do think and with that, you would have Ocean Master say all this comes true, Mester Somehow, people can overlook that he was pretty much looked at as an awful terrorist. I mean, they aren't looking for him anymore, and he's in Louisiana, so maybe they've, you know, forgotten about him somehow. Maybe. I imagine every time he goes to the the post office, he's got to shield his head because he has to be one of the biggest. He's got you know, sunglasses on a cap. Yeah, really, he's got a big uh, uh, red haired wig. Looks like Ronald <laughs> McDonald there. Uh, yeah, but with that, if Mester did go back to Atlantis and become king. You can then – because the whole thing, Service World, this is something that we've dealt with. It also points out that since that issue number 25 of Jeff Johns leaving, the book hasn't progressed much. We keep doing the same things. Ocean Master Becoming King, you can kind of say, okay, Orm. Smell you later, and then maybe we can get a book with Aquaman and Mera going around. You could, they could be doing adventures or whatever. I don't Sounds know what to they'll me. do. They'll go to the Forbidden City so they can oh. find Holly Robinson and talk to Talia. And then Talia will say, you know what? I kind of like this lady – but yeah, with this, with this? Uh, I'm just saying we could just do what we had with Tom King and, and Batman and Catwoman going all around together. Oh, we can uh, make this know. suck. I got you. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, but with that, you have where Mara's like, OK, I got to do my duty here and then goes to the State Department in Washington, D.C. Now, this is where I really start losing some of my zeal for the book because mainly we did have a Atlantean embassy that was built, the Spindrift Station that was yeah. built to specifically be the diplomatic place where the surface world could go and talk to the Atlanteans and both can be in their own element in this place and Mara was termed the Aqua Woman. got a new costume that some didn't like, Eric thought she sexy. hated it and yeah, she didn't like doing this but she forced herself into being a diplomat and much to it seemed at one point Aquaman's chagrin well she was like really, the ambassador really of Atlantis. At yeah, she was really, really good at it. And you even had the whole idea that uh she's beautiful, obviously, but it was like she really knew how to, you know, get the surface people and talk to them and, and kinda and, and she was learning that the language if she, only she, she was could learning to really things.
1: secure the right security for this kind of like yes. you know station like that because Ray Delane just walked in no problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. black manna dressed up as Ray Delane. Went in, had a couple of questions and blew the shit up. And then there was problems again. This completely throws it out because the State Department woman that she goes to talk to really spells it out that she, there was never this. Cause she's like, I'm not entirely well, that's the sure. Thing.
1: Like she, she talks to, there's no formal diplomatic embassy, embassy right now. You yeah. know, like she said, right now. She doesn't now, say no right formal. now. She just no, says this-
0: there's no formal diplomatic embassy between the U.S. and it's almost like she doesn't even want to say Atlantis. Like she's like, and, uh, Atlantis, as if like Atlantis to her seems like a, a fairy jumbo. tale place and stuff like that. It really spells it out. Now she does say in this, "Hey, you know we had some problems. Remember that last conflict? The last conflict could be looked at as the shit that went down with Spinger Station, kind of. But you well, know, it's of, that was more Nemo. You know, it's more. But it was it was blamed on Atlantis. But you, Until you know, it was settled, yeah. and then it kind of disappeared. But you you have this where this is definitely spelling out." The throne of Atlantis, which also leads into Ocean Master Orm stuff. So it seems to me as if they've completely what you know. You don't even have this. Well, you know, we tried to do that embassy thing before, but <laughs> you know how that worked. And you don't. Which is have so
1: that. weird but that you know Dan Abner doesn't bring it up because he started it in thing. his run during yeah. the New Fifty Two, and when Rebirth happened, he went right back to it.
0: Yeah, that was the thing that ended the New Fifty Two and started and began the Rebirth. Started Rebirth, but here it seems because then where I say. That it seems a little odd is even Mara kind of says like, I don't know how it is to be diplomatic. And Mara reaches back to other childhood training, the arts of diplomacy that every royal princess was supposed to master. Now that is narration, but it kind of does go, well, we we already saw this. We already saw that not only did she do this before, but she was great at it. You had the thing where she was walking around. Everybody was laughing at her jokes and she was really getting into it. But yeah, this doesn't seem like – that happened, but she says, listen, I didn't choose to be queen because even the woman says, boy, you'll be queen. That's a hell of a life to choose. And she keeps saying, listen, it was decided. Uh, you know, I have little to say in my destiny. You're getting this whole thing where to me, it's leading to her not becoming queen. I mean, it really to me, this whole issue pushes the fact that she wants no parts of it. She will do it if she has to, but I think that it'll end up with her and Aquaman going off and doing Hopefully. their own thing. Uh, but you know, you have the whole thing where she's explaining as well the difference between and the the things together with Atlantis and Zebel. And it's really again, you have this Zebel push uh, that I think is—it's not odd because she's rebellian, but just yeah. to keep pushing it and how they figure out things and all—I think it's all. And set honestly, up.
1: it's not that big a deal either because it is Mara number like Queen of Atlantis number one. Yeah. You have gotta give a backstory on Mara just for yeah, anybody who's gonna
0: jump on. But I'm so saying you I have think to that, have all this. I think that most of this though is to point out that when things go down by the end of this, they are going to have a trial by combat. Things like right. this, where you may even have it may. Be as simple as Naris just showing up and saying, This is bullshit. I want to be king. It, it may not be like I. Like in, you
1: will be queen and I'll be
0: yeah, king. Yeah, well, we'll again, both
1: Zebel and Atlantis together. Yeah,
0: we didn't even say that at the end of that run in the new 52. Part of that, what Jeff Johns was going with, was Naris went to take over Atlantis, and the big caveat of this was. He would be given Mara to marry, and she would yes. become queen as well. So now that she's becoming queen or is kind of queen in exile, I think that that's why Nera's. And I'm is telling you, if that's where things. we head
1: with this book, it sounds like a really good time so yeah, far. I love the connective tissue f- that we have all the way back to Aquaman number 25 yeah, and, and Evil issue, and everything else.
0: I think this issue was a little off, but that's not the reason. I do think that oh, there's no. okay. uh, some setup here, and I think it's very well done to be something that by the end of this might really shock the hell out of some people. Uh, but it ends. With basically, Marith, you know, kind of like, man, I wish that we just have. Uh, she has a dream about, you know, the her and Get Aquaman married, getting married, living so. in
1: Amnesty Bay at the lighthouse. Oh, and she has taken a, a good life,
0: yeah, a good life. But the weird thing is, she goes to that lighthouse. I don't trust this this driver. She doesn't seem to know who it is. Yeah, I don't like guys with mustaches and mirrored shades. I'm telling <laughs> you, that spells nonsense. But yeah, this guy doesn't seem to know because it's like, is this the place, ma'am? Yes, thank you. And she's going off in the sky. I'm telling you, over her shoulder looking just looks like a bad dude. And I, think I'd be that- watching too. I think, yeah, really. He, but yeah, you can't see his eyes. He's doing the, he has the shades. He knows how to play the game. But with that, I think that this is him. Whoever this is is going to get to somebody. Now they're going to know where she lives, uh, and where she's staying. But we go back to end the issue, uh, on Holly Beach again, Louisiana. Uh, with Orm, and he's looking out the window. He sees Aaron and Tommy. They're playing. He sees them out in like the rain. Like a bunch of know.
1: psychopaths just playing in the rain crazy. having a good time. I
0: mean, I'm telling you, it looks like they are, like, on the beach. It looks like a it, goddamn tidal waves coming, and there's tons of lightning. Don't play I've out
1: you, tons of lightning. It's freaking nighttime out. It's raining. They're yeah. just outside giggling and playing in the rain. I'm like, you bunch of psychopaths. Yeah.
0: And then he's like, listen, he Get likes inside. now. Now that he's found it, he can't I, bear the, the idea. That's the yeah. thing. Is, no, Orm looks out. He sees his wife-to-be
1: and his future steps son for doing laughing and giggling in the rain. He asked what he realized. I got to get the fuck out of here. Back to Atlantis. What was I thinking? What the hell am
0: I getting into? These people dancing in the goddamn rain. <laughs> he doesn't want any parts of it. I, I'm telling you, I actually, as this is going on, some reason I thought they were going to fall into the goddamn ocean and Orm was going to jump in. And again, we'll go back to the chip. It's been seven months since I've ocean mastered. All of a sudden he's ocean mastered. He goes full out. But yeah, he realizes now it's time to go. He says now that he's found it, he can't bear the idea of ever leaving the surface world life that he has, Uh, but it's time to go. But again, it's time to go. You can't just sit there and say it's time to go. Ooh, he's pissed because he's not this, that or the other thing. He hasn't been the king of Atlantis since the, the throne of Atlantis. So yeah. with that, it can't be like, holy shit. Uh-. No, to me – he just saw that his brother is presumed dead and he wants and to find out what Wrong the fuck's going yeah, on. He wants to go and help. He has to at least find out if his brother's alive. I think that once he went to the surface with this, he seems very content. I think that in his mind, he thought to himself, you know what? At, at some point, I got to find, you know, Arthur and tell him he was right and tell him I'm sorry because I kind of like the surface world too. And, and I think that that's whole, all this is. The whole is idea
1: about. of the royal blood too. I have to imagine if he's not king and his brother's not king, Nobody else is going to be fucking king because this is yeah. our goddamn
0: royal bloodline. But I don't think he's just going. Usurper. Yeah, I don't think he's going as a you know pissed off that oh, like no. uh, fuck this shit because it's been a while. He didn't go back before. I think that he's going back to try to you know settle things up. I agree. Uh, and I think it's almost like we said. its He wanted out. Now it's pulling him back in with that. Though if I'm going to be a guessing man, uh, I would say that something like this – it's so much – like at the one point in that in issue 25, that maybe Naren shows up like he did Naren's. at the end of that. Naris, I mean, I'm sorry, and shows up and kind of busts through and, you know, says something about it as well. We'll see. We'll That's see. That's the best how part,
1: too, because I like to imagine that that still happened. Aquaman number 25, Ocean Master's just living yeah, with and, Aaron And, and If boy you Tommy. go back Naren and read shows it. up I need yeah. you. We're going to go do this. Fuck off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. I'm telling you, if, All you, right. if you read Later it, too. Or
0: or go on and see some of the pictures or whatever. And really, I, uh, if you're really inspired and want to see these things, you message me because I, I have a picture of the, you know, the ending or whatever. And it is funny because he comes in and blows the door off the hinges. It's like an explosion. Like, Hey, Ocean Massacre, you're coming with me. We're going to find the seven seas. I'm telling you, if no. he was like, no. Oh, right. oh It shit. almost it's the end of Weird Science, the movie. Huh, you got a real nice place here. You know, uh, <laughs> let's not get this out. You know, I might be King of Zebel, but uh, I like my teaching job, you know, going out and doing that. It really would seem like You have that. a really
1: nice home, sorry you have to a really bother nice you. Nice home,
0: sorry to bother you and goes off it'd be really funny if that was the case. I just think that it didn't happen. We have
1: revisionist history now. She
0: yeah. master reborn and again it's been so long <laughs> and that was setting up a seven C story that never happened. So maybe it's going Maybe Jeff Johns, maybe after... Uh Doomsday Clock, that is something he wants to do. So to do man, that, we're going to – yeah, we're going to recreate kind of this whole deal and then it will lead to people like, oh, man, the Seven Seas, that sounds good. All, now we old, know why Doomsday Clock push back. He's yeah, working really. on Atlantis. That's right. Seven All our, The Old Salts will be there like, I've seen this fucking tune before. I've whistled this Dixie before and I'll see – I'll believe it when I see it. But yeah, that is the end of the issue obviously and I gave it a six. On the site, I'm actually going to go up a little more because once I talked to you and it opened up about, a lot of avenues. Yeah. When we were talking about Naris and Ocean Master and how it kind of tied in and what we think may be happening, it got me a little more excited though. I do think it's a lot of recap for people who have, have been is. reading Aquaman. There's a lot of revisionist history with the Spindrift station. Uh, and also, uh, the narration really threw it off. You, you really, the narration
1: me, is the worst part yeah. about this.
0: I, to me, the narration doesn't let you get settled in the now. You don't get to settle in with Mara and even Orm because everything is just told to you with this odd, you know, separated narration. So I thought that that was an odd way to go. Uh, so I'm going to go six five, though it is still a positive six five. I'm still really looking forward to see what goes on. I, I'm looking forward more than to to right. I ever thought I would. Yeah, yeah. So what would you give it?
1: I'd give it a 6.8 out of 10. I still have the same problems that you do, but I, you know, I enjoyed myself enough, especially with the whole avenues that, you know, this story could open possibly.
0: Yeah, yeah, now that is the end of the And I like spotlight. the art in this issue a lot,
1: except for when the Justice League showed up, because for some reason Superman and Wonder Woman looked off as hell. Yeah, they did look a
0: little off, but yeah, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Now I will tell you, or the spotlight, I will tell you what we will be talking about on our big podcast, and then maybe you can wrap your head around the idea of why this thing is so long, because we have Aqu- or Action Comics number 998, Batgirl number 20, Batman Beyond number seventeen, Blue Beetle number eighteen, and I will tell Final everybody: issue. if you are longtime listeners, you will know that Blue Beetle usually comes last. Uh, we usually save not so best for last. I will give you a little hint. Blue Beetle is going to be in the first section of books, though it does not speak of the quality of the book. Not We are going all. to talk about it because it is the last issue. Uh, we also have The Demon, Hell is Earth, number four. Detective Comics, number 975, which they call an anniversary uh, uh, issue, Eric. We also have Reggie, Reggie and Chris talking about Doom Patrol, Justice League of America, special number one. We have The Flash, number 41. We have Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps, number tw- 39. We have Hellblazer, number nine. 19, which will be a Patreon-only, so that won't be on the main one. I'm sorry. Justice League of America, number 25, anniversary issue, Aaron. uh We have Raven's Daughter of Darkness, number 2. Jeremy talking about the Rough and Ready show, number 5. We have The Silencer, number 2. Suicide Squad, number 36. 16, Titans, number 17. Wonder Woman, number 41. That'll be there, and I will mention again, one last time, Terrific's number 1 will be with the Hellblazer, number 19, on our Patreon-only speed spotlight so if you want to listen to those and you want to check out what we do over the patreon we have a lot of other shows we have a comic news show we have another review show I do we have a horror movie show with the cellar dweller we have Eric doing a, a thing on toys toy reviews called boys toys uh, we also have the weird science pop culture podcast every other Monday Well, no, anything else we have so many New 52 shows. review back New 52 issues. review we have a back issues podcast which we just did the first branded Elseworlds story, Uh, and we just did that on conspiracy theories. But with the back issues, we actually did Batman Holy Terror. From 1991, we just had that. And for the last bit, it is the beginning of March. So if you sign up now, you will not be charged till April. And with that, you'll get a whole month free to check out. Things That's what the appeal. seller it's dweller told me. You. That's what the seller dweller told you and did. Uh, but yeah, you can check it out pretty much getting month long free preview and check out all the shows. There's over 180 shows. So there's tons. Uh, check it out and we would really appreciate that. But Eric, what do we say at the end of this? Turn that spotlight off. Oh, there he go.